0: Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S.help. We encourage you to speak up, Take care and spread the word. Thank you.
1: wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast, except for this week and also next week. We are once again a Claim the Sky podcast. We have entered the phone booth and emerged superheroes. I am your extraordinary GM, Stace Babcock. And with me today
2: is Alex Finn. So kids, phone booths are for when you didn't have a cell phone. They're public phones you paid money to use. And usually they were encased in a little... Plexiglass House, so that no one could hear what you were talking about, unlike now where your parents are talking on speakerphone in public. Daniel Anderlich.
3: Um, hey. Eh, eh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Samson Davis.
0: Dan, you got to work on your uh, greetings when you're not the GM. They're a little, uh, little weak.
2: Thinking of something's hard.
3: Oh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I just was trying to keep it simple.
2: And that uwu us. Was- it's
0: <laughs> just a different energy. Also, I feel like most people have like vague memories of that 1-800-COLLECT commercial. I don't know why. No? Does no one remember that 1-800-COLLECT
3: commercial? Oh, I yeah. do. But it's not vague. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely. Clear in my memory.
2: <laughs> you mean we have the baby, it's a boy? <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I
1: am <laughs> racking my brain for a segue from pay phones and collect calls Two dice, Sam Do You know what you
3: could pay to can collect?
1: You- <laughs> <laughs> nailed it, Daniel. <laughs> nice. Fucking nice. Nailed it. Yeah.
0: You pay money to collect beautiful dice from Die Hard Dice. Go there and you'll see that they have just this wide selection of beautiful, colorful metal and acrylic dice that you can roll for whatever situation calls for dice rolls in your day to day life. And when you find your dice just for you, you can use our code Explorers Wanted and you get. 10% off your order. That helps support the show, gets you high-quality dice for just a little bit cheaper, and it's just an overall great thing to have for yourself or a friend or a family member. I don't know. Die Hard Dice, Explorers Wanted, 10% off.
1: And now we go out to our superheroes in Venture City, uh, the same setting as last time. Just as a reminder to our listeners, superheroes do get to go pro in this world, but uh, most of them are not like... The Society of Seven, big-time heroes, saving the world from asteroids and aliens and other, you know, existential crises. But there are smaller franchises and other places where superheroes can buy in and try to make their living using their powers. And our players today are playing characters that are part of just such a franchise. So, Daniel, why don't you go ahead and remind us who Professor Perilous is?
3: Professor Perilous is a reformed supervillain who is now trying to go the heroic route. His bloodstream is filled with microscopic black holes that, or microscopic wormholes that feed dark energy into him from the abyss. And that is what he uses for his powers. And yeah, he he can fuck up some people when the going gets tough. And he doesn't really care that he does it.
1: He sure doesn't. (laughs) Alex, do you want to remind us about Even Steven?
2: So, from what I remember, Even Steven is a reluctant superhero who's also trying to work a nine-to-five, apparently, at a bomb factory and the admin pool. Trust me, I re-listened to those episodes. I forgot about the bomb factory. (laughs) I was just like, wait, what?
3: Wasn't it like the corporation that you're working at, your nine-to-five, is actually run by a supervillain? (laughs) Yes!
2: Yes! And somehow that didn't come up in a background check, but okay.
0: I feel like in a superhero society, that's just one of those things like, ugh, at least we mm-hmm. know. It's knowing is the important part because if we didn't know, that's the problem.
2: Who among us is not working for a supervillain? Truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm.
2: But so even Steven was bitten by a radioactive wasp, and their archetype is Tiny Hero. So much like a current superhero franchise that is going on in cinemas, they shrink. (laughs) They do do that.
1: And Samson,
2: why don't you tell us about your
1: character?
0: I'm playing a new addition to Branch 69420. I'm playing a psychic wolf called Alpha Wave. They are the only successful creation of the late Brain Case, who I imagine was a contemporary of Professor Perilous. Basically, Brain Case was just a kind of Frankenstein, a Dr. Frankenstein guy, but like his thing was like, psionics and getting biological like mammals to be psychic and alpha wave is his only successful creation. Some stuff happened. I don't know if it's super important. Maybe it'll come up in the episode itself, but for a while uh, alpha wave was just a wild psychic wolf in Siberia. And then a hero was able to kind of stop his uh, shenanigans and his thousand strong wolf pack that was hunting humans and hunting into like human cities And was able to kind of bring Alpha Wave into like personhood. Basically got them some help that made them more people. Allowed them to people. Instead of just being a crazy psychic wolf. And now Alpha Wave is here on his first, I guess, mission. First assignment.
3: So you're physically a wolf, not like a wolf humanoid. Yeah. I'm physically a wolf. Okay. Yes.
1: All right. So you are the local superheroes for Venture City. There is a toy line with your supers. It is doing fairly well, although a lot of the sets did go on clearance after Prince Rugi left the franchise. And so even the Swole Hole has gotten a few upgrades and things like that. Nothing crazy, right? Still kind of like thrift store, yard sale type fair. but the Odyssey has new tires, right? You guys are doing okay. You guys are doing okay. So it's just an absolute incredible surprise, even Stephen, when all of a sudden you experience a sense of absolute wrongness. It's like it's like what your feelings kind of right. You feel blended, melded with others. It's a strange feeling, but not unfamiliar as a wasp man. But you just have an absolutely repulsive feeling of not belonging
2: wherever. You are. I think he's just kind of, like, looking around, like... Uh, um, did we, uh... Did did we invite people over and no one told me? And so I need to go to my room? Is this a party I'm not invited to, but I'm the only one here? Well, unexpectedly, as you open your eyes, you don't
1: see the familiar environs of the swole hole. Instead... You see packed red and gray clay earth all around you. You look up and you see it down, left, right. You realize you're in a rounded tunnel and you see other people working ahead of you in rhythm, strangely in rhythm. They're wearing all sorts of attire, business attire, athleisure, formal wear, black tie, you know. Uh, But they all have these strange tools that look almost like mandibles that they are using to slowly pick at the earth and enlarge the tunnel around them. And they stretch on as far
2: as you can see until this tunnel curves away. Even Stephen will look down and see if he has any of those in his own hands. He does.
1: Yes, even Stephen looks down and realizes he has the same tool in his hand. And in fact, there's a clump of dirt in it at this time. And almost out of reflex, you have the urge to turn, you have the strong urge to turn, and drop that earth into one of the rolling
2: carts behind you. I think even Steven is going to be the most awkward little wasp boy in the world. And he's going to kind of just, like, put the mandibles, like, down to his side. Like, he's not going to actually put them down. He's going to take them with him. And just kind of, like, whistle and walk out. Like, oh, nothing to see here, just me whistling my way home. Doot, 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 doot. As even Steven turns to walk out of the tunnel, you look
1: and you see Alpha Wave, who seems to have some sort of mandible fixture on his face to dig with, and Professor Perilous with his mandible tools, moving in that same strange rhythm as they pull out clumps of dirt. And drop them into the carts.
2: Oh, so this is a group brain. Stephen's gonna go first to, uh, I guess, Professor and be like, um, are we supposed to be doing this? Or is this work you, you accepted and didn't tell me? And this is just what we're doing this week? Professor Perilous, you
1: hear a, a sound. It's not bothersome, it's just irrelevant. As you continue to
2: follow your compulsions to dig,
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. legit. <laughs>
2: So, I guess even Steven is going to say, I'm sorry for doing this, but he's going to start like shaking for the professor and be like, hey, um, I-, I need to know if this is on the clock time or if this is what we are doing for a vacation. Because I didn't, this isn't what I wanted to use my vacation time for. I had to go renew my license. Professor Perilous,
1: this is a little bit more than irrelevant. This is starting to get bothersome. And you experience a desire to address it. It's not necessarily violent, uh, but there's a soothing feeling to working in rhythm mm-hmm. with everyone around you, achieving the same goal at the same time together. And this is pulling you away from it, but you do notice. Go ahead and give me a 24 difficulty intellect roll to see if you can pull your attention away.
3: Is this intellect defense? Or is this just an intellectual?
1: It's not defense. You can think of it as like you're intellectually grappled.
3: Okay, so I'm going to spend two levels of effort, which brings it down to an 18. 13, no go.
1: All right. You almost turn. You almost stop, pause briefly. But as you do so, you realize that you don't need to worry about anyone else but you and the people that you can feel up and down this tunnel. As though you share a mind. Hmm. It's very peaceful there. There's only purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm,
2: what's Samson's character's name again?
0: Alpha Wave. Okay, but you can call him Al.
2: Stephen goes over to Al and <laughs> kind of like pats him on the head. It's like, e- you want to go walkies, Al? Al want to go walkies? <laughs> Al. Alpha
1: Wave. Uh, <laughs> you get the same sense. Uh, just just to subscribe for. Uh, professor perilous but also intruding into the environment for you due to what i'm going to assume is a keen sense of smell that seems wolfy that loamy smell of the earth is also disrupted by the smell of
2: wretched buggy body odor i mean fast (laughs) he's a sweaty boy sometimes
3: Hmm. Ooh, sweaty exoskeleton smell. Ugh.
0: I feel I feel like Alpha, Alpha would want to investigate that. Well, because his It's
2: like the
1: sweat beneath his wings.
0: Well that, and I think his wolf brain is thinking if it's sweating, then that might be prey, so
1: Okay. Yeah. That would be twenty-four intellects.
3: But if he thinks it's prey, wouldn't it give him an asset? <laughs>
1: you know, the smell thing is is cool, so yeah.
3: Alright. <laughs> And that goes to a
0: 21, and I'm able to lower it to 18 and 15, because I'm trained in resisting mental effects. Because nice. I should say, Al- Alpha is a strong-willed explorer who commands mental nice. powers. That's
1: his oh, shit!
0: Yeah. We went 18, 15, and then I think two levels of effort.
1: Okay. Or 9? 12. Okay. You manage to snap your head around towards your potential prey.
0: I guess even Stevens feels a little, like, knock mentally in his head as Alpha tries to talk to him telepathically.
2: Oh, so you did want to go walkies. And you're also not consenting to this use of vacation time.
0: Do you let Alpha in? Yes. Am I still—is Alpha still under the thrall of whatever's happening?
2: It's in the back of your mind, or
1: Alpha's mind. Like, sense of wanting to return, that it was very pleasant, but you're not having any difficulty maintaining your focus on the present.
0: Okay. Okay. Then I think, um, (laughs) yeah, in your voice, in your head, you just hear like, "Hi, are you? Did you have food?" I heard. Oh, that's you. Um, Where are we? Did I do this? Did I take this?
2: Yes, you did. We all did. It was a group effort that none of us were aware of.
0: Alpha just kind of like sniffs around, trying to figure out what's happening.
2: As
1: you sniff around, you smell whatever people in various. Unsuitable types of clothing would smell like if they've been sweating inside a tunnel for for a while, mm-hmm. and that smell of earth. There's really nothing beyond that that you can distinguish.
0: Okay, during the sniffing, I think Alpha is going to kind of get in Professor Perilous's way, and then like his nose is going to like get into some kind of private areas. You know how dogs do sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, well uh, if you're going for that, then I think Professor Perilous would get an asset to this attempt to get away I understand men are very sensitive about their genitals <laughs>
0: and also he has that kind of mandible or apparatus still on him
1: oh my
0: <laughs> I'm trying to help
1: yeah that does add to the pucker factor right, even Steven are you going to help take
2: off the mandible Arouse. Nope. 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 Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's what Alpha Wave is doing.
2: We're
1: not gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm not there, trying y'all. to arouse
0: anybody. I'm just curious Curious dog mode right now.
1: What a terrible time to use a word secondary definition. Mm. <laughs> trying to awaken Professor Perilous is... Even Stephen helping with that. Probably,
2: yeah.
1: Okay, so that would be another asset. So Daniel, base difficulty 18.
3: Okay. I'll spend one level of effort then bring it to a fifteen. Okay. That is a nine. Don't you have intelligence as a power shift, Dan? I do, but that that just gave me extra points. So I don't get so it helps me with intellect defense, but not just a pure intellect roll. Isn't intellect defen- isn't this a intellect defense? No, it's just a I asked Stace that at the beginning and she said no it's a pure intellect roll. Oh, 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 oh.
1: It's more like escaping from a grapple than mm-hmm. defending yourself against an attack.
3: Okay. So I keep working, maybe grunt a little bit at the unwarranted familiarity. <laughs> yeah, Alpha goes up to even Stevens, Stephen's like, I, we're going to be two hours into this and I'm still going to be rolling like threes and fours and nines. <laughs> What's wrong with the professor? He smells different.
2: I, I think he's still committed to this working vacation and I'm not... I mean, we could just... Should we just hit him? I could bite him. Yeah, let's, let's do that one. That seems simpler. And probably less likely to do permanent damage.
3: Right. Alpha, well will sidle up to Professor Perilous. Where are you going to bite me? Think carefully here. That's- right
2: on the butt cheek. Butt cheeky. Butt cheeky, butt cheeky, butt cheeky. I mean, the butt... I hate to say it, but, like... If you bite him in, like, the leg anywhere, that might impede running. But the butt, it can... It's, while it's used with a lot of things, it can take a lot of damage. You know, cushion and the pushing. All right.
3: Uh, well, Professor Parris' butt has taken a lot of damage in his day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Alpha will take a bite of hand. All right. I mean, I'm a stationary target. There's no way he doesn't get the bite.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think just give me a might roll. I assume you're using might. A bite is a melee attack, so you could use either.
0: I think it would be my... Bite is one of my attacks, so I could just roll to attack.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. So, just roll me a d20, and I'll tell you how bad you hurt him. Higher's better.
0: All right. That fell off. 14.
1: Okay. All right. Definitely, your fangs definitely sink down in, you know, to the uh, buttock there. Is a is the butt cheek a singular buttock? Right into the buttock. <laughs> uh, it does get Professor Perilous's attention, but probably only needs to be cleaned out and have, like, eight stitches.
3: How much damage? Uh, four points.
2: Sorry, I...
3: That's actually a big deal for Professor Perilous.
2: I'm just sitting here, I like, you need it cleaned now. hmm I thought we were just going with a little nom-nom, not a... I want a piece of that cake.
3: So that jerks me awake or no?
1: It jerks you closer to awake than you've ever been, at least in this session. Uh, so... I'm going to go ahead and say uh, this probably gives you three additional assets, so this will be a nine difficulty.
3: Okay, I'm not going to waste any more effort on this.
1: <laughs> Six.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Damn. Blood slowly trickles down Professor Perilous' ass cheek as he returns to his work.
3: Yeah, he swears under his breath, but he doesn't look up.
1: Meanwhile, another worker wearing platform boots and what looks like a lab coat. You don't think that was on purpose. You think that's just what they were wearing when they were brought (laughs) down here. Starts rolling a cart of dirt away behind
2: you towards what you presume to be the entrance of the tunnel. Should we just leave?
0: We can't leave a member of the pack, uh, team. can't leave a member of the team.
2: I mean, do we just, like, shove him in a cart, Lean from the butt? Yes. Yeah. What would the role be to, like, forcibly shove him
1: into a cart? I mean, it's really that you have to pick about the foot in, in the cart, right? Mm-hmm. So, how big is Professor Perilous, Daniel?
3: He's relatively slender, but uh, yeah. wiry. So, like, his... He does have a power shift in might defense, and that just comes like he's sort of stringy, because most of his power comes from his mind. So he's probably not that heavy. He's, he's probably about 5'11", but he's very slender.
1: Okay, so for a two-person carry, probably
2: six difficulty each. How would... I hate to do this to myself, but how would Al carry anybody without thumbs?
0: So if you've ever looked at Siberian wolves, they're pretty fucking big. So I think Al doesn't really carry Professor Perilous so much as drag him, like mm. bites his belt and then just kind of drags him away.
1: Okay, so then it'll be a nine difficulty alone for Alpha Wolf to get, Al- Alpha Wave, sorry, to get Professor Perilous into the cart. Is even Steven, what's even Steven up to? Even Steven is helping. Alright. Give me a might roll of six each.
0: I got power shift and strength, so that's a three for me. Nine for
1: Al. Got thirteen. Okay. How do you get Professor Perilous into the cart and out of the tunnel?
0: <laughs> I think uh Alpha just kinda like like a dog trying to pull at like their owner's kind of like chew rope thing. Alpha just pulls Professor Perilous away from the wall and then like up into the cart and then
2: yeah, I was going to say, either that or we do the table method. I don't know what
0: even Steven's doing. The table method?
2: What's the table method? You know, where someone's behind you, gets behind the other wear person, you push them, and then they fall over. So you just push. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> like, pull them away from the... Daniel, is all this alright with you?
3: <laughs> yeah. Totally fine.
2: Alright, make sure. Go ahead, Alex. I just feel like, like we've been pulling with the, the belt... And then Steven just goes around the other side and just, like, shoves. And then the professor, like, topples over Alpha into the the cart. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And Professor
1: Perilous, you land in a layer of soft dirt inside a box, it would seem.
3: I just try to keep digging at that dirt.
1: Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a... Brilliant plan. It looks more concerning when you're doing it solo than when you're doing it in time with a lot of other people, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you snap your mandible tool at the dirt in the cart as your teammates, packmates, roll you towards the entrance. Now...
3: Do any of them have to make a speed roll to avoid getting hit by the dirt that I'm growing out of it?
1: I don't know that it would do anything if it did hit them, but yeah, let's see. Let's see how how, how this is going for them. Let's see how much they have to suffer to rescue Professor peril. I feel like we should get an asset for knowing the rhythm. Do you know the rhythm, though? I'm going to need a dance roll.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's just the rhythm of the night. I
1: was waiting for that to come. All right, Professor Perilous, go ahead and and let's see how much you uh, hit your teammates. Are they rolling
3: or am I rolling?
1: Oh, do I need to give you difficulty to hit them?
3: Are we doing a contested roll? He's not aiming at them. You know what? Let's just do
1: evens and odds to see if you're throwing it out the side of the cart where they aren't or towards Mm -hmm. the front or back of the cart where they are. Okay. So, Daniel, evens or odds? Odds. Samson, roll me a die.
0: 19.
1: Odds. So, Daniel. Yes. Every time Professor Perilous tosses dirt out of the cart, it hits Alpha Wolf at, like, the nape of the neck.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> After a few minutes, Alpha Wolf just kind of, like, keeps shaking off and just, like, turns around and just starts barking at the cart.
3: Just
0: <laughs> not really quite sure what to do. It's like, stop! Stop, stop doing it. it! That's what even Stevens hears in his head.
1: Yeah, and this is, this is not a quiet escape. And as you continue to roll the cart through, you find yourself brushing against these workers, rolling by them. There's barking. There's dirt flinging everywhere. And you start to notice every now and then just the flick of an eye uh, as workers don't break their rhythm, but look at you guys as you pass by. And you notice that occurs with increasing frequency as you get closer to what you perceive as sunlight at the end of the tunnel. Sure, it's fine.
0: While we're going along, can Alpha use mind reading on a couple of these people just to kind of get a sense of what they're thinking as they see us? Like, is it aggression? Is it frustration? Is it...
1: Yeah, you can do that. What? How do, how do you use it?
0: I can read the surface thoughts of a creature within short range, even if the target doesn't want me to. I just have to be able to see the target.
1: Okay, so as their eyes flick at you, you get the sense of or the thought of one of us.
0: Mm. And then as we pass, they just turn back to their new happy place.
1: Yeah. yes. It's it's not so much that they even stop doing what they're doing. It's just they weren't making eye contact or really looking at anything in particular as they made their movements to turn and put dirt in the carts. But now they look at you, their eyes flick towards you, and then go back into this sort of vacant stare.
0: Are there any other carts in the direction that we're going any other carts moving dirt out of the tunnel
1: yeah there's a general flow of carts leaving and they're also in rhythm as everyone turns to place dirt inside of the cart Mm. constant flow of carts
0: i think alpha's gonna try to try to match that rhythm but also try to like not fully give into it and go back to where he was at at the beginning of this episode
1: okay you can do that fairly well It doesn't seem to get worse as you finally emerge outside of this tunnel. As you get out, you see sort of rocky soil uh, with tufts of grass peeking through. You seem to be at the top of a hill, which is surrounded by light tree cover. And as you look off into the distance from the top of this hill, you see the skyline of Venture City. And right outside of this tunnel, much like the line of carts inside... There is a constantly moving line of city buses, charter buses, shuttles, any sort of large capacity vehicles which are pulling up, dropping off people, clean, fresh clothing, or then walking into the tunnel and then immediately picking up worn, tired, dirty people and driving off. So we're carpooling?
0: Well, um, do we go home or do we help with whatever's happening here? Heroes would help, right?
2: But we haven't been assigned this, and it's just like, uh, franchise issues. Mm -mm. Oh, hell. So you don't have to be assigned
1: under the franchise rules. It's a general responsibility for the area. I
2: know, but...
3: Does Alpha Alpha Wave know
1: that?
2: I just wanted to make sure. Stephen (laughs) does not (laughs) enjoy heroing.
0: Yeah, I I imagine, like, Stephen uses that as an excuse to just, like, get out of it.
2: I mean, we really need a tiebreaker here, and I... I think a professor would agree with me. Speaking of the professor, Professor Perilous, as you have
1: gotten farther from the tunnel or the center of whatever this strange anthill is, you feel that urge to get in rhythm. Slowly start to fade. It's not fading quickly. It's just not quite as strong. And it's at this point that you feel the pain in your ass. (laughs)
3: So Professor Perilous feels the pain, and he goes, Motherfucker! And reflexively casts Onslaught against the cart that he's in.
2: (laughs) That he's trapped
1: in? Okay. I assume physical Onslaught. Yeah. All right. This cart is made out of metal. Lightweight metal. So I'm going to go ahead and say to break the cart, that would be... An 18 difficulty.
3: So just so you know, my onslaught does 7 damage in physical because it's beefed up from a power shift.
1: Oh, okay. So then just to hit the car, I mean, that's going to be easy. You're literally inside of it. So we'll call that a uh, 3. I feel like it would be very hard to miss.
3: Okay. Well, my onslaught, because I have accuracy, is also eased by 2 steps. So that's a freebie. So you just do
1: it. What happens? What does it look like?
3: the force of the onslaught hits the cart and the side sort of explodes tossing dirt in the air most of which land on the alpha wave <laughs> and I'm just sort of in the, in this mess like reaching back, clutching my bleeding ass and like, Mother, god damn it, what happened? Uh, you feel a mental knock on your
0: consciousness what is it alpha wave? you kept digging when even Steven said you were. St- we needed to stop digging and I bit you that's two days without snossages.
2: Is this a group channel?
0: That's two days of me shitting in your bed. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Those
3: are my snossages. I don't know. I was at the pet store the other day, and I saw some pretty good-looking dogs. What? Just saying. To eat or to fuck? Is it, what, what are you trying to imply? <laughs> no, I think he's trying to imply that maybe this is like a regular threat. He does. like He's going to replace you with a dog from the pet store. <laughs> I am irreplaceable none can fetch as well as I can. You are good at fetching new guy behind the scenes. Professor perilous is, you know, antagonizes alpha wave, but he actually is glad alpha wave is there because he thinks the addition of like an animal will do wonders for their merchandise line.
2: Oh, I thought he was going to be like the dad who always says, I don't want a dog. I'm going to hate the dog. I'm never going to do anything for the dog. And is like the biggest like dog, like, the number one fan in the family makes sure the dog has the best seat in the house, yells at people for taking the dog's spot. Yes, that is my father.
3: He gives him a hard time. He, it's good for the merchandise line. And, you know, he has, sure, Braincase did a lot of terrible things, but, you know, he clearly loved animals and he loved the opera. And so, you know, it's a little reminder of an old frenemy slash colleague. Mm-hmm.
1: Daniel, I'd like to offer you an XP.
3: Okay, I'll take it. I'll give the other one to Alpha Wave.
1: All right. So you're having this conversation. You've exploded this cart and uh, dirt and shrapnel have flew everywhere. And after a moment of conversation, you get this sort of chill feeling on the back of your neck, like you're being watched by thousands. And you look around and you see that every worker has stopped moving. Their gaze fixed on you. Even as they have no apparent reaction to the shrapnel stuck in their bleeding bodies,
3: Professor Perilous gives them all the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a ticket if you want to
1: watch. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, you feel a, a shiver in the ground beneath your feet.
3: Oh, this usually goes well.
1: And please roll for initiative. Ah, fuck yeah.
3: Okay. Or for L.
1: Nat one. <laughs> Nat 20. Hmm. Oh, dang. We do, uh, we do effects on initiative, don't we?
0: hmm But you're the DM. What do you say? What do, what you, do say? you mean? It's
3: your game.
1: Huh, I say let's be consistent. This one regard only. <laughs> 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 um,
3: I don't know if that's on brand for us.
2: Our brand is I don't know what's happening. All right, Daniel, you rolled 20.
3: So for a major effect, can Professor Perilous... I mean, I know I go first anyway, Mm -hmm. but Professor Perils, can he get like an, essentially like an extra round that's just for himself?
2: Surprise round?
3: So he gets to do two things at the beginning of this? Yes. Okay, cool. Do I feel the shivering like just underneath us or is it like all around?
1: It seems to be centralized beneath you. It doesn't, it's not widespread. It doesn't necessarily feel like an earthquake. It's more just like weird.
3: And we came out of a tunnel, is it all flat here otherwise, or are there, like, higher rises around the spot that we came out?
1: When you came out of the tunnel, you were essentially, I mean, it was large, but basically the, I don't know what it would be, the caldera of an anthill, but, like, now with a super steep grade, but that's basically how you emerged at the top Mm. of this hill.
0: Mm. Okay. How heavy is Alpha Wave? Ooh, Alpha Wave is a giant-ass fucking wolf,
3: like, four feet at the shoulder.
2: About 150 pounds?
3: Oh, so I can't just pick him up.
2: I mean, you could if you lift. Do you lift?
3: <laughs> I don't. No. <know. laughs> okay, well, he wanted to try to help Alpha Wolf in this, um, so he basically he just calls out and says, something's coming, and he is gonna do a far step, so he leaps a long distance away that he can see and land safely.
2: <laughs> Already abandoning us. Hmm. Well, he
3: he couldn't bring any of you with him.
2: What about Steven?
3: And then it's, Steven's, I can't lift Steven either. Unless you shrink, which you can't do until your turn. I know. So that's my first action. And that rumbling seems to be, was back where we were, right? Yes. So I shout back, you guys are going to want to move. And I activate ribbons of dark matter in that area. So dark matter condenses in an area within long range that is no bigger than an immediate distance in diameter as swirling ribbons. All tasks attempted by creatures in the area are hindered, leaving the area requires a creature's entire action to move.
2: All right.
0: stays quick thing, my initiative actually seven. I forgot, I have a, a thing that gives me a boost to initiative.
2: Okay. I figure nothing can help a one. Just saying.
0: Oh yeah, we have, we have to... Acknowledge Nat twenties. So we have to
3: acknowledge Nat once in initiative. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we do.
3: So what's the GM intrusion against Horst even?
1: He does doesn't
3: even want to be here.
1: I know. Oh, we'll see. But uh, did you want to take a second action?
3: Well, my second action was the ribbons of dark matter.
1: Oh right, right. Okay, cool. So now the rumbling gets closer. The ground starts to shake more heavily, and then suddenly, out from the ground, a massive mud spews forth. And even Steven, you are flung into the air. Your wings get stuck beneath your shirt as you try to extend them. And you land hard in the woods past the buses. Take four of my damage.
2: Workers' comp. That's what Steven You have to carry your own insurance. I know. But we're on the
1: job. So it's like a... (laughs) on the job you're an independent franchise so it's whether whatever health insurance you guys decided
2: oh fuck i'm they 1099'd him they 1099'd well the
1: franchisee relationship's a little bit different if you think of like mcdonald's they're like their own little businesses that license the mcdonald's brand Mm -hmm. oh so he's an
2: s corp damn
3: behind the scenes by the way professor perilous definitely has arranged for insurance for himself He has not let anybody else know that it's available, though. (laughs) He did take out pet insurance on Alpha Wave, though.
2: (laughs) It's cheaper, right, than people insurance. Steven is planning on how he can make it look like it happened at
1: actual work. Yeah, you're technically (laughs) not on the job right now, I don't think. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so even Steven's flung away from the fight. Alpha Wolf?
3: Wait, maybe he qualifies for FMLA. You should double-check that. (laughs) God, it's another episode.
1: It's okay that you interrupted me again about health insurance because I said Alpha Wolf. So, (laughs) uh, Alpha Wave, you are tossed into the air. You're not just dirty now. You're also muddy. But unlike for even Steven, Alpha Wave has a chance to recover. It's your turn. What do you do? You are in the air.
0: I don't really have anything for aerial stuff. Only you were. Like a cat.
2: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. of the regert now
0: well it's only because we're tier <laughs> two like all the fun flying shit happens
3: later oh i can fly mm-hmm. I
0: can My
2: you're fly. Fly, fly too
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> everybody yeah
3: i can i can far step and i can also do void wings and spread wings of dark matter
1: what can a wolf do <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't been flung like 40 feet into the air this is like as the ground begins to rise with force You realize what's happening.
0: Okay. I would like to try to use the recoil of one of my attacks to kind of push me out of the way. Can I use Concussive Blast on the kind of center of this earth eruption and use that to push myself away?
1: Can you read me what that does?
0: Least a beam of pure force that smashes into a creature within short range, inflicting five points of damage and moving it back in immediate distance. So can I kind of bend the rules and have it have me move back in immediate distance?
1: Yes, nice. yes, I'll allow it. It's not very <laughs> movable, so uh, the laws of physics, I think, would just sort of allow for this in general.
0: Dope. And uh, then what do I need to roll? Because it's still an attack.
1: Fifteen. Fifteen. This is intellect, I assume? mm
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: Psychic Wolf. Amazing. <laughs> and
0: then can I use my intelligence
3: power shift on this?
1: I Can intelligence power shift you be used on attacks...
3: I don't think so. I think intelligence gives you maybe some extra intelligence points and a help on intellect defense. Yeah, okay. Because I have the intelligence thing, and that's all I have jotted down based off of it. Gotcha. All right. One level of effort, then, to bring it to a 12. Okay. That's two. Is the bad guy in any way hindered because he's in the ribbons of dark matter?
1: Oh. Mm. Oh, you are correct. So that would make it a 12.
3: Well, I still rolled two anyway,
0: oh. so. Well, I have XP to spend, so I'm gonna re roll it. 12 exact.
1: Nice! Alright, you managed to fire off a successful concussive attack. What does it look like?
0: There's a kind of psychic energy flare around Alpha Wave, his kind of psychic corona looking like cracked glass that's slowly shifting, and his eyes kind of glow a light blue. And then it just kind of looks like a shockwave that releases from Alpha Wave's head and just goes straight to the ground, dealing, if I'm doing this right, 5, 6, seven, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 points of damage.
1: Does it ignore armor? or?
3: It's concussive, so it can't be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: A big chunk of this gray, gooey mud flies away, and you hear a sort of bellowed from the mud creature's mouth. And now we're back to the top of the round. So you guys were just standing there, chilling, firing shrapnel into innocent workers when all of a sudden...
3: Does even Steven get a turn? Or did he lose his turn because he got a one?
1: Got the one, yeah. Okay. There must be consequences. So getting flung and landing was the turn.
3: I'm going to do a mental onslaught on this thing. Okay, my, I have increased range on my Onslaught. Okay. So I can do it at a long range. And uh, so what's the target for this one?
1: This will be a 15 to hit.
3: So it's ease two steps for me automatically. So that brings it down to a nine. And I'm going to spend one level of effort for damage if it hits. Okay. Matt 20.
1: Oh, fuck. All right. So...
3: So it's my base mental onslaught, ignoring armor, is five. I've got the three from the effort. That makes it an eight. And then I get four extra damage from the 20.
1: So that'll be 12?
3: Mm hmm.
1: All right. You're fucking this thing up. No question. It's only fuck up. Plus <laughs> 10 to <laughs> HP. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, uh. <laughs> what seemed like a problem for our heroes as the ground literally exploded into a mud monster. One third of the crew was flung away into the woods. Alpha Wave is over there somewhere after a concussive attack. And Professor Perilous, who to this point has been sort of murdering people, an uninvolved observer. You know, he laid out those ribbons of dark matter, but very coolly fires off this onslaught. Daniel, can you describe your onslaught for us once again?
3: The onslaught, since this is the mental one, everything with him is the dark matter. But there's something when he shoots dark matter out, it still has that same strange black-purple swirl of color, except it's somewhat translucent, and it seems to a, sort of ignore the physical portion and go inside. And for some reason, even though there's nothing visually that different about it, there's something about it that anybody who's observing it knows that whatever this is, in some ways is almost worse. Like it's hitting something like a core, like it's trying to touch whatever whatever is the soul of the creature and rend it.
1: Oh, Jesus Yeah, so this miasma hits this gray mud creature, and as it is absorbed, you see the gray darken. And it's as though this this creature absorbs it and starts to shrink and shrivel. And becomes smaller and less cohesive. And so when the creature reaches out one muddy arm to attack, they are further hindered. So Professor Perilous is pretty far away. Alpha wave is what? Short distance?
0: Probably. Immediate distance, I think. Somewhere in there.
1: Immediate? Great.
0: That's what I like to hear.
1: So so this, this muddy creature who's been in your life all of six seconds, swings out an arm at Alpha Wave, and this will be a 12 speed defense.
0: Train without armor gives me an acid on that
1: one. Yep. Awesome.
0: I'll do one speed effort to bring that to a 9. Is that right? Yeah. Or is it a 6?
1: The original was 12, so yeah, it's a 6 now. Natural 20. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. All right. Obviously, you deftly dodge this sort of half-hearted attack. What would you like to for your major effect?
0: Can I get an attack on him? Absolutely. All right. I would like to make a bite attack, if I may. Okay.
1: Because they're already really hurt by Professor Perilous, and not just, like, physically hurt, but hurt deep inside. Emotional damage. And because you rolled a natural 20, this will be a six to hit. Ooh.
0: No need for weapons just means my light attacks are medium attacks, right? That doesn't give me an asset on anything. Right. All right, then I'm going to roll that straight. Seven.
1: Nice. How much damage do you do?
0: Four points of damage.
1: It's enough. How does Alpha Wave destroy this mud monster?
0: Alpha Wave, seeing the humanoid form suddenly appear from this uh, mud monster...
1: Just, Not quite humanoid, more like the upper more like the torso of a mud monster stretching up out of the ground.
3: Okay. Like if you buried someone at the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then cursed them. Curse them. As you do. You didn't get to know this character or this uh this enemy long enough to really care about the backstory, but yeah, they're they're cursed. They're, they're cursed, oh. that's why they're like this. Just saying. We gotta help. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So what an ending. Oops.
0: Yeah, so I guess Alpha Wave, after his concussive blast movement, is kind of like running around and then, like season opening, jumps through Professor Peril's like ribbons of dark matter onto this thing's neck or the closest part of it that looks like a neck.
1: There's something neckish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
0: Alpha Wave just kind of gives in to his nature and just starts tearing at this thing's
1: neck. I should do. And as Alpha Wave tears at this thing's neck, you notice after only a a couple of bites that the the mud is having a harder and harder time recoalescing, and you see that shimmering darkness beneath the surface, and finally it's as though it completely unravels and sinks back down into a muddy puddle on the ground. You hear him go, Mom, my name is Worm! As he goes back (laughs) down into the ground.
0: kind of digs at the spot for a little bit and then eventually I think
3: it's bored and just like, oh, all right. Yep. Okay. Well for out of combat, I'm gonna dismiss the ribbons of dark matter. Okay. And then I'm gonna far step again back over and I'm gonna look at Alpha Wave. I'm gonna get down to my knees like who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Obviously I am. But <laughs> Duh.
1: All right. And even Steven <laughs> comes limping into view. <laughs>
2: Doesn't even fly back, just walks back. Yeah.
3: Ooh, Steven, I think you're going to need a new dress shirt.
2: Yeah, can we stop at Old Navy on the way back?
3: (laughs) I guess we can. I thought you shopped at Ross, though.
2: I mean, I do, but, like, I'm going through a lot of shirts, so I need something cheaper than Ross.
3: I guess there's an Old Navy on the way.
2: There's always an Old Navy. As you talk, the buses continue to rotate through. So, dude, do we need to investigate, or are we just done?
3: I don't know. I mean, I was just about to ask: Do we care about these assholes? I mean, I kind of personally have an issue with them making me dig in the ground. That's not, you know, super dignified, and I really don't like the fact that my ass hurts this much. So, I mean, my instinct is to really hurt them. But yeah. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. <sighs> the people
0: around us are they still under the thrall of whatever the fuck is happening?
1: Yes, they seem to have returned to filing in and out of these tunnels
0: alpha will speak up and say these people still need to be saved and we're heroes so we gotta save them also i don't remember how we got here so um we should stop this before we end up here again anyway i
2: mean i was just gonna take a car isn't that within like our scope
3: yeah i was just gonna call an uber
2: oh you were gonna rent i was just gonna take it's like we're, we're as heroes commandeering a vehicle and <laughs> I have work in eight hours and I would like to sleep.
3: <laughs> Professor Pills like elbows you like I'm rubbing off on you.
2: Hey, you need to teach me good. taught me good.
3: Well, I don't know. Do you want to go and bite every one of them on the ass?
2: That seems like a lot of work.
3: You see Alpha think about it for a little bit. Just one bite?
2: No, we're not going to stop you. I mean,
3: one per person, but feel free to sniff wherever you want before then. Yep. Get that out of your system. Mm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why is Elfar moral Compass?
3: No, No, I can't do it. How long have we been here? Because I got to say, I know this is maybe too much information, but between us three guys, my underwear feels very uncomfortable right now.
2: It might be the blood. Sick.
3: It's not on the back half. (laughs)
2: Oh <laughs> yeah old Navy is probably a good idea
3: it's felt healthy to me so mm. I feel like I have a congealed crust of sweat down there
1: go ahead and roll perception for me guys oh God perception oh shit <laughs>
3: perception okay
2: <sighs>
3: this is like I'm done with this okay <laughs> roll perception you fools
2: I don't have anything in that so straight
3: twelve for alpha
2: 17. For
1: Steven. I got a 19. Okay. All right. So uh, I don't think I said the difficulty it was going to be a nine. So y'all pass. Ah. You do notice as you start to wonder how long you've been doing this. As you look at each other, you realize you've each dropped some weight. You're a little thinner around the cheekbones. Summer body. Your pants are a little loose.
3: Seriously, guys, it crinkles whenever I move my legs.
0: <laughs> I imagine even Steven also has kind of like a not great facial hair coming in he seems like the kind of person that, like just can't get it to Hatchy. do anything yeah do yeah. call me out samson <laughs> i just, whoa
2: <laughs> not everyone can have a luxurious beard
0: i did no such thing
2: okay maybe i missed a couple more days of work than i thought i did as i said i did not want to use my vacation time doing this so now we have to make this business so work can't fire me
3: do we have our phones on us
1: Hey, yeah, you reached into your pocket, and sure enough, there's your phone. Your communicator's also in your ear.
3: Do we have any voicemails or text messages?
1: Your phone's dead.
3: This model was supposed to have all day battery life.
0: Yeah, well, I th- I think we're just gonna end up back here anyway, so we should help with whatever this needs to be helped with.
2: Yeah, like I said, I don't want to be fired.
1: Now, what you don't have is any of your specialized gear,
3: mm-hmm.
2: equipment, suits ciphers mm-hmm.
3: yeah we should probably go back to base and at least collect our stuff
2: yeah i think we'll come back for this later it'll be fine don't worry
3: okay well my phone's dead so i guess we can't call an uber um maybe we could look for a taxi or if you, or if you want to steal a car just borrow a car keep in mind that let's make sure nobody from aegis is watching when we do it
1: i mean. so you guys are well outside the city oh, like you can okay. see venture city in the distance but there's just this line of buses on this road up to this work site.
3: Hey, anybody want to take out some frustration on a bus driver?
2: I don't even know how to drive a bus.
3: I do. It's pretty easy.
2: As long as it doesn't go under 55 miles per hour? I
3: mean, they've got the fancy mirrors. They make it, they make it easy. Can we just get on the bus and have the bus driver drive us back?
2: That was my plan. But we do you have money in your pockets, Al? Hm?
3: I don't have pockets.
2: Exactly. No pockets.
3: Okay. We'll try it that way, Al. But I'm telling you, if the bus driver looks at a screwy, I'm very angry right now. Blast him. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess we go to a bus.
1: All right. I assume you're going to a bus that is taking on dirty workers? Yes.
3: Yeah. We're definitely dirty. Especially Alpha Wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Especially Professor Peerless's underwear.
3: Oh, yeah. It's bad.
1: <laughs> Must be kind of a sweaty
2: guy.
3: Not just the underwear. Everything underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> the Imble carriage is very uncomfortable and irritated right now.
2: <laughs> gonna have to get the his own Three. ecosystem
1: right now.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: this truly is the abyss.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I feel like my connection to the abyss is stronger right now. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's swirling
3: <laughs>
1: on my taint. <laughs>
0: There's great evil here
1: classic swamp ass okay uh as long as you're not trying to do anything particular if you're just getting line and getting on the bus you do so you file in you take your seats and the bus starts heading back in a line with all the other buses back to venture city and after about a 25 minute drive 15 of which are spent inside of this state park Mm-hmm. But you slowly descend in altitude. It's not like the hill is crazy high or anything, but you get down to the city. Uh, you start to hit the burbs. And then finally, you are back in Venture City. Are you going to Old Navy? Or are you going straight to the Swole Hole? What are you guys doing? Oh, wait, no, I got to tell you where the bus gets off. So the bus comes in and drops you off at the Central Bus Depot, Venture City.
0: On the way back... Alpha will occasionally, like, peek into the people's minds on the bus. Does Alpha kind of sense, like, when their control, whatever's controlling them, breaks? Or is that just constant all the way through, even after we get off the bus?
1: It doesn't seem to have broken. Instead of the experience of working in unity and unison and with a purpose, you you still feel that, but now the purpose is rest so that work can be done again. Mm-hmm. So uh, the buses stop. Everyone starts to file out at the main bus depot. As you get off the bus, you see that none of the other stops for any of the other routes have buses. The signs all say not in service. And instead, there is simply this, this continuous line of buses that is dropping off dirty workers and picking up clean workers, rotating back through, you presume, out back to the site.
3: It seems pretty suspish right i mean we we do pay taxes to cover this service i don't know what those words mean but this feels
0: like something i used to do but this feels a whole lot worse this is
3: like none of them can hunt on their own you gotta help yeah yeah makes sense so uh old navy
2: yeah i think that's good because i don't i don't want to sit on our furniture in these pants
3: Yeah. yeah. It's not my preferred place, but I would really love to buy some new underwear. I feel like just getting new underwear from home is not enough. I think I need something brand new.
2: Old Navy will not judge us for coming like this. They're used to it.
3: That's a good point. That's a good point.
2: I've never been to an Old Navy. I'm sorry. It's kind of bougie. Really? All their stuff is so cheap, though, on the
0: commercials. It's got a bougie vibe to it.
1: They try. (laughs) So the downtown mall shopping area which the city invested invested considerable sums into uh, about 3 years ago does have an old navy it's about 7 blocks from where you are and then if you go to the old navy first the swoll hole is about 3 blocks from the old navy
3: hmm. nice There a food court in this shopping center i was going to say can i go get like an auntie ann's pretzel
1: I miss those pretzels. It is the mall of your dreams.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to get an Auntie Anne's pretzel. I'm going to get a little cup of the small hot dog pretzels. Ooh. And then I'm going to go over, since it's the mall of our dreams, I'm also going to hit up the Kung Fu tea. Get me some boba.
1: <laughs> the workers kind of, like, pull back their heads. Like, as you walk up, you don't smell great. They stretch out their arms as far as they can to hand you your pretzel and your boba tea. What is Alpha Wave doing at the mall?
0: Alpha Wave is going to walk over closer to, like, the burger place and then use his fetch ability, which allows him to just kind of see a bag of food that someone just ordered and just snap that right to his mouth, and then he's going to walk over to wherever Professor Perilous is eating.
1: As you snap that bag away, you hear one of the Burger King employees from behind the counter Yep. Are you even a service dog? Only service dogs are allowed here.
3: Oh yeah, he's my service dog.
1: Emotional service. Where's his vest?
3: His vest? Oh, I'm sorry. Service
1: animals must be vested.
3: I'm sorry, I think that is against the ADA for you to insist on that.
1: I don't know the ADA.
3: Well, that's a good example.
1: My supervisor says they have to have a have to have a vest. And I'm going to need to see some sort of license or certification.
3: Well, then you're supervisor in violation of federal law.
1: <gasps> Do you have documentation that this is your service animal?
3: I don't need to provide documentation. It is, in fact, against the law for you to ask for that documentation. Alpha has put down the bag and started digging into it and eating it.
1: This Burger King employee who has just been educated hardcore turns red as someone waiting in line says, Screw the dog! Where's my Whopper?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alpha way beats it. Festival like looks over Alpha Wave's shoulder and says, um, "Are you gonna eat those onion
0: rings?" <laughs> There's like a low growl that you hear from a uh, okay Alpha
2: <laughs>
3: but I assume you don't need the zesty sauce. No, I can't open it. Awesome, I'll take that. You enjoy.
2: <laughs> even comes with a bag from Old Navy, and then puts on like a regular person vest on top of Alpha Wave, like forgot this. Like, it's a suit vest from Old Navy, so it's made of a jersey material, so it's stretchy.
0: Alpha Wave immediately shakes it off, just doesn't like anything on his back like that. This
2: is how you show you're a service dog. You wear vests.
0: He doesn't
3: need to prove that he's a service dog. I'm not a service dog. I'm a wolf.
2: So, as you
1: guys interact with the people at the mall...
3: As we continue to harass these poor retail and service line
0: employees... Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs)
3: I, I like that you went
0: with Surface Dog and didn't even say like we're the fucking superheroes of Venture City, what are you saying?
1: Yeah, you're like- <laughs> we have a
0: toy line, motherfucker. <laughs> this is Alpha
1: Wave. You tell me you tell me you don't recognize this year's most popular plushie? <laughs> Asterisk according to one guy on Twitter. Twitter's still still a thing in this in this universe. It's it's a dark place.
3: That's a shame. I well, is it a dark place or was it actually not acquired by Musk?
1: Ooh. Right? Does it exist? Yes, Twitter. Twitter, as we will always imagine it, pre Musk, accurate or not, exists mm-hmm. in this timeline. Okay, for sure.
3: So, still a hell site, but a hell site that's still fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes. Where you could either laugh or get really angry, or get or just angry laugh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, and you didn't feel like you were dirty for engaging on it.
2: Yeah. Right. But I like that feeling. Those were the
1: good old days. I mean, sometimes my brain felt dirty after engaging with it. But so, but the longer you guys spend in this mall, the quieter it kind of gets. And after Alpha Wave and Professor Perilous finish whatever they're doing with the food or not doing with the food, you notice that the lines at the fast food place has straightened out. Everyone's standing directly behind each other, and the workers begin to flip their burger patties with a certain rhythm. Motherfucker.
3: Okay, we gotta get back to the swole
2: But first, even Steven. Yes? What are you doing at the mall? Besides getting new clothes? I think he's finding a place to charge his phone so he can see if work's called. Ooh, good idea. He values his other job more than superheroing.
1: Okay, yeah, you find an outlet somewhere in the food court and you're, you're able to do that. You have your new clothes. And so that's where you are when you also notice the strange atmosphere in here.
0: And do we feel the rhythm kind of in the back of our minds kind of like pulse a little bit?
1: The rhythm of the night. Yeah, but it's like now that you've broken away from it, you can still feel it, but you're just able to maintain a certain amount of separation. It's almost like watching somebody dance and sort of feeling your body shift and move with them, but you are not compelled to also dance.
3: Mm-hmm. We need to go back to the swole hole? Yeah. Back to home? Home? Yeah, home. We, we got to get home. We got to get our stuff. Alpha,
0: just the second Dr. Perlis says home, like, books it. Yeah.
1: So as you traverse the three blocks back to the swole hole, you see what almost looks like people living their lives. I mean, some are in filthy clothing, Some are in clean clothing. They're going in and out of storefronts, carrying out items. Here it seems a little bit looser than it did closer to the anthill. But the longer it goes on, the louder the beat in the back of your head gets. But you do manage to make it to the swole hole. And you see, as you descend down into your hideout... A rather large earthen hole in the middle of the living room floor, which all of you would know was left by Prince Rugi as he left on his quest.
3: I was going to blame Alpha
0: Wave for digging. Same! (laughs) (laughs) Alpha Wave has definitely not been helping. You've definitely caught him a few times, like, seeing him making it bigger.
1: Yeah, Alpha Wave's enlarged it. But as you walk up to the edge of this hole... Down below, you hear a rhythmic thunk as though Earth is being tossed, perhaps into a car, perhaps onto the ground. It's hard to say.
3: Professor Perilous brings his fingers up and pinches the bridge of his nose. He's like, "Ah, I'm going to go take a shower and then we'll deal with this.
1: And that is the final panel of this issue (laughs) of this comic book. Professor Perilous looking kind of pissy. Curieux. <laughs> that is where we'll end this episode. Hell yeah! Okay, this is why this is why I have less than two pages of handwritten prep. But we are back at the swole hole. Good job, guys.
2: Because we refused to hero.
1: <laughs> no, it was great. I mean, you never know. I found that less is more. So, but don't worry, there's more next time here on Explorers Wanted. But Samson, something about this episode.
0: I kinda like the dynamic between Alpha Wave and Professor Perilous because I think Alpha Wave is definitely a wolf, but since becoming since learning how to people, he's definitely kind of adapted some more dog like traits. I kinda like that Professor Perilous is very secretly a dog person. So yeah, I I also like that we absolutely kick the Mud Monster's ass. Just
1: <laughs> Yes, Mud Monster's name was Worm, former news anchor who was cursed by malevolence that was his story. <laughs> Remember him.
2: And we gave zero
1: bucks. <laughs> and we were just like, ah! you guys did destroy. And actually like his like his touch attack is is no joke, but you guys just I think the double action from Professor Perilous was mm-hmm. pretty clutch mm. just to start out and then you guys were very creative. I love I love how the superhero genre like lends itself to that sort of creativity as well. So, all right. Well, this week, like we do every week, we have a segment we call Player Intrusions, and this week it is my turn. And listeners, I would offer you an XP to check out the show, Shrinking. Have any of you guys watched it?
3: I have not, no. but I've heard good things.
1: Shrinking on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it's got that guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, not Steven Seagal, Jason Oh, Siegel. Jason Seagal? Right. They're two very different people. and he plays a very very sad depressed guy kind of fucking up his life after his wife died but don't worry guys it's a comedy and it is actually really funny it has an amazing cast of characters it features like therapists in a therapy office and then like their neighbors and you watch like the trajectories of their lives sort of shift and change from how it starts but it's all done with just like it's just absolutely hilarious they're like awkward situations, there's absurd humor, there's great one-liners, and the cast is incredible. So I really do recommend you check out Shrinking on Apple TV Plus when you get the chance. All right.
0: What's the thing that shrinks and Shrinking? Or did you already say it?
1: Like a shrink, like psychology, because it's like a like oh, therapist, therapy.
3: Oh. Okay. Office. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Jason Segel and Harrison Ford, right?
1: Harrison Ford's in it. And... Really. Oh,
3: shit.
1: Shoot, what's her name? She was on the uh Daily Show, I think.
0: Big curly hair. Yeah. Because she had her own show for a little bit, right?
1: Mm-hmm. She did. She's Gabby in the show. Jessica Williams. And then a very good supporting cast around them as well. And then you have Harrison Ford being all like curmudgeonly, but like yeah, you know, he's like the the kind curmudgeonly old guy who hates everybody but doesn't. And the dynamic at the therapy office is cool. You start to get into like their personal lives and kind of see behind the curtain there. And it's just like, it's kind of like Ted Lasso in the sense that it feels very human. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot more like crashy Bernie in a lot of respects. But there's also like recovery and healing as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's very cool. So check it out. If people wanted to talk about shrinking or the podcast, Samson, how would they do that?
0: They can come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. And they'll see we have a bunch of socials where they can tell us about the show shrinking on Apple TV. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcasts On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice. Camp. But best place to talk about the show is in our movies and TV show channel in our Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. That's the place to be. Also, while I'm talking about socials, how about talk about money? Patreon.com slash Wanted. If it is within your means and you're feeling generous, that's a great place to support the show and see that more episodes happen every week. Also, please use our dice affiliate code with that hard dice explorers wanted 10% off your order. Please, pretty please, just do that. Please,
3: please. And honestly, if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it why it is essential for their future mental well-being, even though we make you cry sometimes. Second best thing you could do is to write us a five-star written review on a podcast directory. That makes a huge difference for people finding us, especially if it's on something like Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. And in fact, we have a new one of those. Stace, why don't you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, we sure do. From Apple Podcasts, Mint and Rabbits from Canada rated us five stars titled Storytelling at Its Finest. The cast and the storyteller of this podcast keep me hooked. I love the mix of weird, surreal, and slightly unnerving world elements that keep the characters and the listeners on the edge of their seat throughout the adventure. All in all, a thrilling experience. That's awesome. Like, we want it to be weird, surreal, and slightly unnerving. And Daniel, you're very good at that. So thank you, Minton Rabbits, for letting us know it's hitting how we hoped it would. And I'm really glad you're enjoying it.
3: Thank you so much for that review. And if you didn't like the podcast... Or if you just thought it was meh. Well, the hard part of this life is that we never know the end. And the end can come at any time. Like tomorrow. Or an hour from now. Or as soon as you hear that knock at the door. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Macedon as Daniel at Anderlick, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org.
1: You find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu.
0: Barkwolf. I am at slam potato on twitter and at slam potato at dice.camp on mastodon
2: i don't know why i'm having trouble remembering what i'm doing every day but that's my life now and that's how we're living at at realty unicorn that's one's twitter maybe and tea with the unicorn mm-hmm. on twitch sometimes maybe who knows time is meaningless y'all are like the 10th person i've told that to this week
1: And speaking of time, that's our episode. Have a good night, day, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And bye.